Hello, welcome along Devering Football with me, Tony McSherry. I am very pleased to say that joining me today is Bran McSherry. Today we're talking about the FIFA World Cup bid 2030 from the United Kingdom and Ireland. What chances of having being successful and what stadiums are likely to be used for this event in the bidding process. So then, we just recently seen the news early this week from UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson that he's hoping this is the opportunity that football will be coming home from this bid. So who knows, the bidding process begins in 2022 and then it looks likely that the UK are putting forward to the likes of Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland, England and the Republic of Ireland. I would say this will be a very interesting um, um, interesting bid. You think these here countries are very rich in their history in football, achieve so much within the game on a European and a world level. And there is so many uh, unique and iconic stadiums in the United Kingdom and Ireland. And that is something I think will be very exciting. So, uh, Brian, what do you think? Um, if they are successful in their bid in 2030, what impact do you think this could have? on football within the uk and ireland yeah it would be very good to see i mean it has been so many years like even just about when i was born 1996 since there was a, a tournament held in uh, the uk which um you could see even at that time uh, so many people got behind it and stuff so um obviously this time there'd be a completely different generation of people who would um be going to all the games and be out watching all the matches like so it would always uh i think just having a, a football tournament um in that country to see the way it happens when it's in brazil or when it's in south africa we can see if all the world cups and everything it just brings a place to life and everybody's just buzzing for like a month solid just constant football and, like a party atmosphere um so yeah i think it's always just a it's always great when you see it it just motivates more young people here playing football even in their park at around that time of their life um, it just helps them to even get more motivated to reach the highest level and practice more because you could be playing on a tournament like that right on your doorstep that is right very true indeed Brian and with the likelihood that this World Cup will be expanded as well by 2030 do you think then there'll be, there'll be five nations in as hosts then this could be do you think FIFA would allow the Five Nations to qualify automatically, or will they maybe make them England as the main nation hosts most of the teams qualify and the rest all battle out in the playoff or something like that? Or do you think FIFA will, will allow them all there? Who knows? Yeah, that would cause a, a bit of a ruckus if uh, that was the case. England get the first thing and everybody else has to battle it out. But uh, yeah, I think uh, they should just do it the way they, they've normally done. Like, there's so many teams going to be in this uh, World Cup, teams harder to not qualify than qualify to be honest so yeah it's um i think they should definitely get them all in it just straight away like i mean it's always happened um in the past and it would be it would bring the tournament to life like seeing every home nation in it um every like home um international it would be played like on their front door really in their like national stadium probably as well um so yeah i think it should be just followed as per normal it always is the case that uh, whoever's hosting it will get the um will get the straight to the tournament so hopefully that is the case for this one but knowing 
uh fifa you never know what will happen like to be honest so wouldn't hold your breath with it to be fair and we've heard that some of the stadiums likely to be used include the likes of wembley stadium old trafford millennium stadium or the principality stadium that it's actually called in cardiff i'm guessing you think brandy's probably could be the main free ones you think could be used from the semi-final onwards yeah definitely they're the the biggest stadiums and they're kind of well spread out one in london one in manchester one in wales so it's kind of gives everybody who's from the uk to get a chance to go to a game um so yeah i think that's definitely the case the biggest and best stadium should all definitely do the the most games and the the biggest games uh, at the end of the day definitely and other stadiums are likely to be used um i've heard it would be Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Anfield, Celtic Park. Now, these stadiums, well, Tottenham Hotspur recently only just uh, created last year. Actually, I think that'd be an interesting one. Which one do you think it would go with if they had an opportunity? The Emirates Stadium, Arsenal's been now, that's been going 2006 since that stadium, Arsenal moved into it. Yeah, which one do you think they have to choose or had the opportunity between either of them? Yeah, I think uh, it would definitely have to be Spurs. Um, I mean, their stadium's just unbelievable it's probably better than that's probably the best stadium in the Premier League just the fact that it doesn't hold as much as Old Trafford I think would sway everybody in the the history that's happened at Old Trafford would uh, definitely sway a lot of other people so but yeah I think Spurs definitely probably second best stadium in Premier League like so it definitely should be hosting uh, World Cup games uh, and definitely over the Emirates like and of course in Scotland then so it would be Celtic Park Ibrox, Hamden Park be the ones to be talked about. I think they'll probably make sure they have to give it the they can make sure to pick Celtic Park over Ibrox or have to make sure it be both of them. Yeah, they'd have <laughs> to definitely split that evenly, otherwise they'll be calling for the just all corruption. So yeah, and FIFA wouldn't want any more of that. So yeah, it's uh definitely they'll have to split them between both of them stadiums and I wouldn't be surprised if they even took out Hamden Park just to give it the Celtic and Rangers just to keep everybody happy. Yeah, and interestingly, that is a Northern Ireland as part of this bidding process. But as we know, in Northern Ireland, the highest stadium, uh, the biggest stadium here is Windsor Park. It was about yeah, 18,000 really. Um, and I think FIFA protocol is that for stadiums hosting FIFA World Cup match has to be 40,000 at least capacity. So unless we know maybe by 2030 we're going to be expand Windsor Park or who knows maybe in Caseman Park after all these years could be finally developed and it maybe will be about what it was agreed to be 42,000 but I think that's even been pulled back now because of all concerts which are apparently going to be taking place there which will annoy local residents around the area. Yeah, I just don't know really what's Northern Ireland's part in this here then if Windsor Park isn't big enough. Yeah, we're probably just being used as a pawn in this game just the beef up the bit a wee bit just like well i think ireland would be definitely uh okay to host it they have bigger stadiums but yeah it probably would be a case i think windsor park would probably be updated just to get at least a few games over here and uh yeah do up the dub and uh falls park maybe and we'd all just stand about <laughs> yeah you get 30 odd thousand in there yeah that'll be that'll be some scenes definitely that was to happen i don't know that'll be crazy and down in the uh, republic of ireland also the aviva stadium recently created that was in 2010 
remember actually the first game in the Adidas Stadium was actually Argentina against Ireland. And it was, I think, actually just after Diego Maradona left Argentina after that World Cup in 2010. And I remember uh, Lionel Messi was playing, so he was too in that game. So I think that was probably one of the, I think, the biggest team to play maybe in the Adidas Stadium. You think, well, in, against Ireland. It'd be interesting to see. I think, obviously, Ireland will be hosting some games in this year's upcoming Euro 2021 20, now, or 2020. <laughs> yeah, I think they're trying to still call it Euro 2020. For all the branding, marketing's been sent out everywhere, all those t-shirts and uh, toys and everything. <laughs> they don't want to uh, lose any money in that there. But yeah, I think uh, Viva Stadium definitely is an incredible stadium. And yeah, you never know. Actually, I wonder, would Croke Park be considered, even though it is obviously mostly associated with the GAA pretty much? And they did give it on loan to Ireland once, I think, when the Viva Stadium was getting done up. This was about 2008. I remember Ireland playing Italy there many years back now. I don't know if they would give it for the World Cup now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure, to be honest. They kind of do like to keep that secret, the um, Gaelic and GAA. So you never know. But I mean, if it's a case of getting a, a load of World Cup games uh, played and your country, I think they would probably make an exception for it, definitely. And yeah, the Aviva Stadium is a great stadium as well, so they'd that'll be two. And if they needed one more, they could always um use one of the the Irish League stadiums. Um, I'm not sure if they would have the capacity to hold it, but but uh, yeah, definitely Crook Park and the Aviva would make it um very good for Ireland's chances of getting a few games, definitely. Yeah, and also a few other stadiums that were mentioned. As possibly being considered, Bromley Mahurdock, Everin's new stadium, which usually got planning permission to go ahead. That would be roughly about 52,000, that stadium, roughly between 50, 50 and 60,000. And maybe Chelsea's new uh, stadium, Stamford Bridge, has been going on for about, uh, God knows how many years now, about 20 years, I think now. I'd say, yeah, at least since probably like 2004. Chelsea have always been talking about revamping Stamford Bridge expand the stadium up to about 60-odd thousand. At the moment, it is currently 42,000. I don't think that would... Well, that would be enough, actually, to be fair, but I think you think about the bigger stadiums there is in the United Kingdom. It just wouldn't be... Maybe they wouldn't go with it, so I think... Do you think it would have to be a revamp Stamford Bridge if Stamford Bridge was a hosted? Yeah, the, definitely the case for Stamford Bridge. Um, it is very small, like even... The stadium of light has more capacity in it um and yeah it's, i think it shouldn't even get any games to be honest but uh yeah i mean they have been trying to get it um plan on permission to get it updated for many years like and it's not like their their uh owner uh roman abramovich wouldn't put the funds towards like he's put funds towards everything else so he definitely would like to have a bigger stadium so yeah i think uh, if there was a case like that where they wanted the host games. I think he would definitely try to accelerate the the planning permission, but it just seems to be um never ending. So yeah, probably bigger chance of um Everton getting their new stadium built and everything before Chelsea get anything done to theirs. Yeah, Everton's new stadium does look very exciting. I must say, looking at it, even as a Liverpool fan, yeah, I must say, it does look very good. And well, Everton have always had those issues as well in the past about. New stadiums. Then again, I suppose we did as well back in the day of Hicks and Gillette. <laughs> and then we finally did. <laughs> well, actually, we got managed to get expanded at least. Not, not too bad, I suppose. We can still get expanded north 5,000 on the Anfield Road end. 
maybe by then it should have already happened actually but it wasn't for coronavirus so maybe hopefully by then the 2030 who knows but actually thinking about them some of those you're likely to be competing against this here joint bid by the uk and republic of ireland uh spain portugal morocco likely be considering the bid what do you think actually do you think yeah, are this it'll be a close call or who knows? Yeah, it's a case of who knows. Um, obviously, we've seen in the past few years places get the World Cup you'd never, you'd never predict. South Africa was a shock, but um, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Like, but I mean, Qatar this time around, um, yeah, nobody still knows how that'll work out. I mean, mm-hmm. I kind of like that's going to be in the. The winter over here um yeah it'll be and christmas eve or yeah but 23rd december be the final yeah so it's kind of gonna even that just being a bit different kind of makes it more intriguing to see how it works out and yeah it's kind of gonna it's gonna be interesting like but i mean you can never look past places like spain and italy stuff like that because they have a lot of um they have a lot of stadiums and everything and a lot more hospitality probably to go about and it's the fact that it's just in one country instead of having to like split it between two different islands which is the case with uh the uk even though it is kind of a couple of countries together um i'm not sure if fifa would like that to be honest so yeah it's it might be tough for them to be honest i kind of have a feeling spain might get it because they haven't hosted a, a big tournament as well in a, a number of years can't even remember last yeah, time they hosted one i think it was 1982 be the last time it's been the host of the World Cup. Yeah, so there you go. It's even longer away since Spain had a uh, an international tournament on their doorstep. So yeah, I wouldn't even be surprised if Spain got it to be honest. Who knows? And yeah, it'll be a very fascinating uh, period once the bidding process does begin in twenty twenty two. And so we reached the end of this year podcast bearing football. Thank you very much for joining me, Bran, and do make sure to subscribe and check out any previous podcasts and future ones that will be coming up soon.